Hi, it's Roger Sitkins, and I want to welcome you to our Winning Strategies podcast. Today, we're going to talk about creating a culture of leadership. When I look at the difference between growing and highly profitable agencies versus plateaued and marginally profitable agencies, it seems it always comes down to one overriding issue, leadership or the lack thereof. In our programs, we always say that if you want to find out if you're a great leader, turn around and see if anyone's following you. Real leaders take the initiative instead of just sitting around waiting for something to happen. They don't wait for that roast duck to fly into their mouth because they know that's not going to happen. During my life, I've been really fortunate to be around some great leaders, both in business and in sports. Often I think about the definition or the role of a great head coach, a great leader. It's someone who makes you do what you don't necessarily want to do in order to achieve what you want to achieve. Well, can they really make you do it? I guess you have to have the desire. But I know in my old college football days, they certainly could and did make us do certain things. You know, back then, if you were a player, and I'm sure it's true today too, they made you go to practice. They made you run until you literally puked. Sorry, that's the truth, though. You pushed yourself to the limit because someone was standing there with a whistle commanding, go, go, go. So when you think of your role as an agency leader, Do you think of yourself as a great head coach? Are you a winning coach or a losing coach? Do you inspire your team to be the very best? Well, one thing I know for sure is that left to our own accord, most of us will do the wrong things. I'm going to say that again. Left to our own accord, most of us will do the wrong things. That's why I believe leadership revolves around the agency culture that you establish as the leader. You know, at Sitkin's, We define culture as the language and behaviors that are normal. So have you defined what you want to be normal in your agency? And are you leading the culture within your agency? Let's talk about some key elements of leading and creating a successful agency culture. First and probably foremost is accountability. There must be a culture focused on personal accountability. Do people actually do what they said they were going to do? The things they've agreed to do, are they doing them? That's one of the characteristics that distinguishes a great agency from an average to poor agency. At great agencies, people realize that they must actually do what they said they were going to do. And if your agency is one of those, I hope that you also have a reverse performance management system, RPM, yes, an acronym, RPM, reverse performance management system. Based on an individual's job responsibilities, It's best to have the employees report up to you about what they've been doing based upon what they've agreed to do versus you just looking at reports and studying statistics before reviewing them with them. Rather than worrying about putting together the numbers and monitoring what people are doing, you should again have them reporting up to you. That way you can focus on your role as a coach versus a keeper of stats. So do your producers and other staff members report up to you or to their immediate supervisors? Well, the next area of culture is results. See, there are two types of things we do. We're either a results-based agency or an activity-based agency. So what's your culture? Well, I sure hope it's results-based. Is everything in your agency centered, again, on results? Do you post results prominently so that everyone can see them? Or is your culture simply about being busy? You know, one way to tell what your agency is really all about is to just listen to what people talk about. Listen to the conversations that happen. You know, ask your producers. Go into them and say, hey, are you busy? 
boy, yeah, I'm really busy. To which most leaders would say, well, that's great. I'm glad you're all busy. I'm busy too. But is it really? You know, when you think about it, that type of Q&A is a pretty useless exchange. It's much more productive to the leader to ask about results. So if someone says, hey, I'm really busy, say, well, I'm glad you're busy, but what results are you getting? What did you do this week to improve your sales, to improve your retention, to improve the number of referrals and introductions that you received? See, that's results-based language. It's a results-based conversation. We typically see an amazing transformation in an agency when leaders begin to focus on tangible outcomes and only talk about results. Next area, role model. Well, a big part of the culture is who is the head role model? Who's the, who's the one that's really leading the charge? Well, as the agency leader, you are a role model whether you want to be or not. So are you doing what you tell others to do? Are you leading by example? Are you setting a great example? See, often leadership will proclaim things like, well, from now on in our agency, we're going to sell based on referrals only. And then the leader doesn't ask for or earn referrals. That's not being a great role model. Other times I've seen agencies struggle after they implement their unique selling process or unique selling system, the set offense, because the leaders themselves within the agency aren't following it. The agency leaders can't even present an 8 to 12 minute executive briefing that tells their story of differentiation. So as role models, they're terrible. Now think about it. What are they telling the producers and the other people in the agency? You know what? You don't have to do what we say. We'll just give it lip service. You don't have to ask for referrals. You don't have to follow the selling system. You know, if anything, they're anti-role models. Anti-role models. True leaders are going to demonstrate the behaviors they ask others to do. What are you demonstrating? All right, speaking about culture, how about the client experience? Something I talk about a lot. Purposefully managing the client experience is another critical component of the agency culture. The client experience is how your clients feel or what they say after dealing with your agency. You know, I believe there's going to be one or two reactions. One's going to be, wow, that was great. They did a great job. Or, whoa, that wasn't so good. Think of your last experience at a great hotel or a great restaurant. I'm assuming because you feel it was great, it was a pretty positive encounter. You know, were you greeted warmly when you came in and did the staff seem eager to serve you? And if there was a problem at all, did they apologize immediately and quickly correct it? Well, now, now try to remember a bad experience at a bad hotel or a bad restaurant. We've all had them. Did the staff make you feel more like a nuisance than a valued guest? Did your requests or complaints fall on deaf ears? Did you feel abandoned or neglected once you checked in or once you sat at your table? You know, not only will people pay more for a great client experience, they'll also tell several of their friends and associates about it. Conversely, if it's a bad experience, They'll tell three times as many people how lousy it was. So which would you prefer, raving fans or disappointed clients? What about culture around communication? Is there a culture of real communication? Within the agency, are you holding weekly sales meetings and weekly high-performance team meetings where the producers and their service partners get together? Does the leadership team hold monthly strategic meetings to establish the strategies to be implemented and weekly tactical meetings to discuss exactly how they'll be implemented? You know, within an agency, a strategic meeting might be about establishing a selling system, while the tactical part of it would spell out exactly what needs to be done in order and who's going to do it. All too often we see that we're just not communicating. I don't think I've ever seen an agency over-communicate. 
And finally, are you holding monthly or quarterly state-of-the-agency meetings where you get the whole team together to discuss the strategies, to discuss the results, and make sure that we're all on the same page? But what about consistency? You know, as with accountability, it's crucial to do what you said you'll do and do it on a consistent basis. But all too often, we see that new ideas are presented and they get a little bit of lip service. But let's face it, a lot of times the employees say what? Don't worry, this too shall pass. They tend to have a here we go again mentality whenever new programs or long-term plans are announced. Well, the employees don't buy in because they've seen it before and they know they're probably not gonna be followed through with. Leaders who lead are passionate about new ideas and show their commitment to them well beyond the initial presentation of the idea or the strategy. They agree to hold themselves and their employees accountable because they want to ensure that their new ideas and strategies are realized. And again, they get great results. They are consistent about the implementation. Great leaders are not going to let ideas pass. So, are you purposefully leading? Well, you're leading whether you know it or not because you are a role model whether it's good or bad. Your leadership is either purposeful or random. So what is the culture that you're consciously and purposefully leading within your agency? I'll leave you with the saying, you're on the way to where you're going. Right now, you're on the way to somewhere. Is it really where you want to go? Is it really the agency you want to create? Is it this great agency you're working towards? Well, as always, it's your choice. Thank you for listening to this podcast. And as always, I hope you gained value from it. To learn more about our results-based programs, please go to our website, www.sitkins.com.